Husni, can you give us an update? Has there been a change in the number of people killed in the tsunami thus far? Uh, well, the official number that we've had so far reported by the National Agency um, for Disaster Management is 832, uh, though they're expecting um, the numbers would be in the thousands um, in the next few days. Um, just um, for your information, this morning our Red Cross volunteers found three, 36 dead bodies um, in the district of CD. So around 100 volunteers from the Red Cross uh, have been deployed to support with search and rescue um, activities so on if, the ground. So if the official figure stands at 832, how many people are injured or are in hospital and, and how many are still missing, you think? I mean, I know it's a, it's a bit early to, to give all those numbers. Yeah, the official data says that four, five, 540 people injured and 29 missing. But again, um, uh, people are doing and conducting assessment uh, on the ground at the moment from different agencies, including government, Red Cross, and also some um, uh, other national um, uh, agencies. So uh, they're expecting, they're all expecting the numbers would be increased um, in the next few days. Uh, although, so uh, with uh, 832 people uh, died uh, currently concerned by the government. Uh, this morning only we have found 36 dead bodies by um, mm. uh, our volunteers in one district only. Mm. Now, we understand that the road and air transport have been compromised. Uh, what about your teams? Thus far, have, you, have, you, have your rescue teams reached the devastated areas and, and what are they witnessing? We mobilized teams from uh, different provinces across Indonesia. The nearby provinces are also from Indonesia, and they have taken mostly uh, land routes, and it's taken them uh, a while to get there. Uh, some uh, would fly from uh, different places to Makassar, and then from Makassar to Palu, it takes 10 hours ride, and then also from other areas, it takes many hours ride, and it takes days for them to get there. And one of our team members uh, from Jakarta arrived there yesterday and has been um, has, has been involved in uh, providing support, relief support to um, communities right away. Mm-hmm. What are the immediate needs of the people when, you t- when your team arrive there in the most affected areas? Uh, what, what are the sort of things that they're looking for? Yeah, the main need is uh, search and rescue, apparently, because there's a lot of debris um, uh, caused by tsunami and earthquake, and um, and the medical care for survivors, uh, immediate food, uh, shelter, and clean water, uh, considering that um, all majority uh, of water facility has been disrupted by uh, the earthquake and tsunami, and people are in uh, high demand of uh, clean water. And uh, to respond to this need, uh, we have deployed 20 water trucks to uh, provide people with a safe water to drink. Now, the European Union has announced that it will release 1.5 million euros uh, to assist with the aid, but is there some international aid already flowing into the country? Well, there's um, a lot of need at the moment um, uh, on the ground. So um, all donations and all uh, support uh, from um, donors from uh, agencies internationally, I think, would be required at this point of time. Um, And Red Cross alone is currently launching uh, a 
20 um, million Swiss franc appeal uh, to support both uh, Lombok earthquake and also earthquake and tsunami in Sulawesi to support uh, more than 100,000 people affected by this disaster. As the International Federation of the Red Cross and, and the Red Crescent Societies, would you need assistance or more assistance in order to make sure that everybody is taken care of? Yes, definitely. So we, uh, as I said, we have just launched um, a 20 million uh, Swiss franc appeals, and we're hoping that international communities uh, uh, would be uh, donating to this cause so that we can provide people on the ground with their immediate needs, including providing temporary shelters, uh, clean water, uh, and also protection, and also uh, to secure, the, to re- recover also from these disasters. So we're thinking not only for short term, but also for long term, mm-hmm. thinking about recovery, like what we've done with Lombok at the time. Mm. Is the region still experiencing aftershocks, and, and how is that affecting your work, your search and rescue efforts? Uh, say again, I can't hear you. Uh, is, is there still aftershocks that's being experienced on the islands, and, and uh, how is that affecting your work and the search and rescue efforts? There's been um, many aftershocks uh, recorded at this point of time uh, from the government. The latest information that I had last night was more than 200 aftershocks already uh, on the ground. Um, and this is quite similar to Lombok earthquake that happened two months ago. And I was there at the time and, you know, strong aftershocks took place. And somehow it quite disrupted um, our activities on the ground. But we have to be there and we, we're supporting communities. So we have this commitment to support people. So it, it, it's a bit disrupted in terms of um, providing support to communities. But yeah, but we're there on the ground. Husni, all the best of luck and thank you so much for that update. That was Husni Husni. He's a community engagement and accountability coordinator with the International Federation of the Red Cross and the Red Crescent Societies.